Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. If you want to be my friend, you would better go and get out of bed. And maybe we can keep in touch like they did in the old days. It wasn't so long ago. I'll let you take it. I felt it. Oh, man. I that just was better. finally saw A Star is Born, and I'm convinced there is a life out there for me on the road as a musician. I'm just fully convinced Two of things. That. First off, that was the best. You, I feel like this that was like, you've ever heard. Dude, it, you were like better than Death Cab for Cutie. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. man. And now do you just say that because young blood is always on your mind? Mm-hmm. Would that be... Uh, <laughs> We, our band would be My Chemical Bromance. Yeah. That would be yeah. us. Yeah. Here's my other thing about Star is Born. Two when things. When I was a young boy, my father... I'd never heard that... Me into the city. This is Blacktown Parade. City, What's it, isn't it like called Black, Instead of City? Blacktown Parade? Black, Black Parade. Oh, okay. The Black Parade. Uh, um... Never heard that song in my life until this. Until I wrapped up my tour. Oh yeah. On the road, Andrew played it. Yeah. And then I was like, "What is this, Andrew?" And then he goes, "I'm not saying this, man. I'm not saying it." But there's a lot of people who say this is like the current generation's Bohemian Rhapsody. I go, "We're turning it off then." I'm not saying that. And he kept, I go, "But you did say it." But you're repeating it, Andrew. Right. You're repeating it. Right. You're Spe- spreading it. <laughs> Speaking of Andrew, I got to say this up top. I have wrapped up the Together Tour, and I would like to thank every single Penny and Paller who came out to all of my shows to say hi to me afterwards, who brought me pie, which uh, under the advice of a lot of people, I still ate when I was told, don't eat pie from people. Yeah. But I'm, that's my band, Pie yeah. from People. Chess Pie. Oh, so good. Chess Pie. I got pie. Chess Pie bars from Shanley. And his wife. Oh, wow. Yes, in Nashville. They were so good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then I would also like to say Chris, who works at the library. Two things. I haven't even told you this. Chris works at the library in Cincinnati. He made us coasters. He brought buttons, pen pal buttons for everybody who was a penny and peller at the show. Okay. Uh, Then he left and some people didn't get them. I gave them out. I even gave them to people in Rochelle. I gave them to people in Milwaukee. So, Chris, your merch got out there. Chris... Close personal friends with Emilio Estevez if we would like to try and have Emilio Estevez on the show. So that's happening. Yeah, he said, he told me. That's happening. So many times. You want to know why? He's like, I'm not joking. You could get, I can get you Emilio Estevez. Emilio is our gateway to Michael. You think? (laughs) They had to have known each other. Either way, Emilio, let's do this. I know. Also, he was in that movie about a library. What? Oh, that's how, they, dude, that's how they know for each other. Two nights. Where was Chris? I don't know. Where were you, Chris? That's how they got to know each other because Chris runs the library where Emilio Shot Estevez. That movie. Yes. Oh God, they're buddies. They are. Uh, so they're close personal friends yes. for a year now. Yes. We're talking like a very he's, recent. He movie. said he's my texting drinking buddy. Oh, 
So that's enough to be like, you want to do a you want to do a podcast with a couple of cool guys, dude. If he's here in L.A., let's let's make that happen. Yeah, Chris, get on it. You know, Dan, let's take this off air and chat about it for sure. Okay, for sure. <laughs> let's so, make, let's become super businessy, dude. By cob, by cob today. Let's let's off air. Let's off air this and chat about it. I have something to show you. We should. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I want to make an announcement too for anybody on our. Um, Patreon, mm-hmm. uh, which I mean, if you love quality content, get over to that Patreon. Bonus episodes, oh, just fun, tons of stuff. There's uh, a term for people who are pen pal Patreon people. Yeah, uh, but I will say that Dan and I, being on the road, we have been given lots of gifts. Mm-hmm. We're gonna chat about them and mm-hmm. post some pics over there. So get to that Patreon. Check it out. Check yeah. out what those gifts are. That, I don't. That's the worst sales pitch. Hey, sign up for our Patreon so you can see what presents we were given by you. And the letters <laughs> we follow up on. Somebody to the Rochelle show. That was the best. Pen, pennies and Pallers who came to the Rochelle. Somebody. Some people drove from Tennessee. They were like, "I go. I was yeah. just in Nashville. Like we know we wanted to come to this one." Yeah. Um, I forget her name right now. She, uh, uh, tag us on the Pen Pals Instagram. But she made a sweatshirt with a walkie-talkie that oh, says, "Oh yeah, over I saw that. You sent me that picture. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who made my uh, tour great. If you would like to hear my album, Thanks Diane, and you didn't get a chance to, it's available everywhere right now. And thanks to a lot of you, it is the number one comedy album on iTunes. It's called Thanks Diane. And uh, for all of history. Wouldn't that be it was great? it was nominated as best album in no. history. No. You didn't read that. Nick Thune asked me You're yesterday, goes, you make it. that top 500 in Rolling Stone? I go, 501. 501, dude. Yeah. Next year. <laughs> Next album, bro. Next album. Hey, you gave me this before we get into a letter. What so, is this? All right. This is what we... So we're going to put this on the We're giving gram, a lot right? of uh, gifts by you crazy kids out there, and I want you guys to know we appreciate it uh, so much, this level of dedication to send us gifts that are stickers, buttons, posters, t-shirts, sweatshirts, pencils, <sighs> all kinds of crazy shit. This person from Ireland... I'll read the card Ireland? Now. Is all the way from across the pond, way bigger than a pond, full ocean I actually. Know. Yeah, I just recently looked into that. Dear Lane Reuter, I don't know how they pulled that off. I Lane? might be saying it wrong. That's got to be an anagram of our name. It's right? got to be something. It's something. Yeah. Oh, it's Daniel and Rory. It's an anagram. Why am I so dumb? <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't you hate it when you have to remind yourself you're dumb? Because there's moments where you feel smart, and right. then something happens, and you go, yep. "Oh yeah, that's right, I'm dumb." Yep. Yep. Love your show so much. Thank you for brightening up dark days and being such sound dudes. You both work so well together, but I've got to hand it to Rory. That story about being in the amusement park, uh, it's a small world after all. Uh, and the Pop-Tart toast. Love. Great. Thank you and keep well. All the best. And it seems like it says Anio here. Anio? Uh, but it's A N I O, I think, or Amo. It might be Amo. Ooh, that's I have a buddy. It's written. Amo. It's written in a way that I can't totally read it. So okay. I'm going to say it's Annie or Anna. Annie O. An Annie O. Annie O is really fun. I like Annie O. And uh, it's a postcard. But what she and we're going to post this on the Instagram. I mean, you have to be the one who reads it. We're going to. We're going to post this on the Instagram, but it says, May our lives be like Pop-Tarts. When we're down, we're down, but when we're up, we're hot as fuck. (laughs) And as you guys know, uh, outside of one live show, uh, that has been our sign-off on our live shows. I think we forgot to do it in Atlanta. But what was made here is three Pop-Tarts, six total Pop-Tarts. Double packs if you're a Pop-Tart fan. You know the deal. What would you call them? Like little pillows? These are cloth Pop-Tarts with different types of sprinkles on them. This took time. This took energy. This took creativity. And love. And and love. And I want you to know, it is not going unnoticed. Daniel and I are super grateful that we have fans who will take the time to make something like this. This is so fun and interesting. Go to our Instagram right now. Check check it out. We got a picture of it um, up there. But yeah. I love it. I love this. The gifts we're getting are are so fun. I know. Emily in Nashville brought us uh, other stuff that we'll talk about on the Patreon. We've been getting uh, so many cool gifts of just people who love this community. And we should tell you guys as well uh, Adam Shanley, I think uh, Emily. Uh, and maybe one or two other people run the Facebook page. There's a whole group over there. If you're on Facebook and you're like, you know what, join I'm going to try and make this cesspool better, feel free, fight that good fight, and you can uh, join up the Facebook page. Not that our Facebook page is a cesspool, just Facebook in general. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get yeah. in there, yeah. and uh, if you're like, hey, I'm a, I'm a penny, I'm a paller, but I like the community of this show, mm-hmm. what Daniel and I are trying to say is, if you want extra community that you pay for, 
join the Patreon. Yeah. If you're the kind of person who goes, I don't want to pay for content, you're talking to two people who exist on a Patreon who also would go, you know what? Good for you. What? Yeah. Do, I don't give a shit. Sure. If there's someone out there who wants extra content and wants to pay for it, we have made that available. That right. is an option for you. Yep. And we take it very seriously to make sure that content is, good. is worth the fact that you've spent hard-earned money sure. on it. So we don't we don't dilly-dally. Right. That Patreon is legit. But if you are a person who's like, I'm not going to pay for content, you're not insulting Daniel and I, Mm-mm. and we don't we don't look at you as any less of Mm-mm. this community, nope. which is why we are telling you, no matter what you are, Penny, Paller, Patreon, uh, participant, whatever you are, there is a Facebook community with like-minded people coming from a similar place of affection for this right. show where... Uh, you can get information. Adam Shanley is insane about these hashtags. I love it. He's running it. Emily's running it. Emily, I missed you in uh, Bloomington. in Bloomington, Indiana. She big timed you. She big timed me. She left. She mm-hmm. brought gifts and then left. Um, I didn't know that uh, you were there that first night. And then I think I kind of thought you were joking that you come back again. <laughs> um, but I'm sorry that you. I. I. I if anyone knows this, and we're going to get to the show here in a second, but sure. I just want to be very... We're, we're at the show. Post, I, I do a lot of yelling and screaming needlessly and mm-hmm. senselessly Me in my too. act. Um, and what I've noticed, because I don't do proper vocal warm-ups, and I'm starting to be a little more mature about it, Yeah. but I don't, I don't hang out after the shows... Mm-hmm. I do take pictures. I sit in the green room for a, for a little bit because I, I really want to decompress and yeah. I really try to go over in my head maybe what just happened during the show. My not coming out of the green room to like chat with people, I'm always willing to do it. If someone said, hey, you got a fan, they're right here. Do you want to say hi? I, there's never once I'll go no. Right. I'll always do it. Right. But I sit in there because sometimes between shows you get into a lot of conversations with people yeah. or after shows and you kill your voice and truly my voice is the only thing i actually have to like have (laughs) i'm not saying that uh doing that is the right thing or the wrong thing i don't think there actually is a right or wrong thing but if you ever show up at uh one of my shows i'm not uh i don't i'm not a diva and i don't think i'm so special i shouldn't have to talk to people i would love to talk to people let someone know they'll come back and tell you rory will be right here or you'll come right up here or they'll say rory said he'll be out in a couple and if you just have a letter and you want to pass it along please do that just pass a letter along if you're like oh i don't it's not a big deal just want to pass this letter and make sure Sure. he gets it for pen pals um then do it or if you're like hey i'm a fan of stand-up i just wanted to take a photo like yeah i'm i'm willing and able to do all that stuff uh daniel has merch at his shows stands mm-hmm. out there he is uh ready to meet and greet yep. ready to shake hands ready to take some photos treat my voice right he treats his voice right he's more mature about his instrument um so yeah and you'll find across the spectrum every comic kind of handles it Different. in their own way but uh if you if you have stuff for me i'm just saying because you might have an opportunity to actually pass them to dan but if you have something for me uh, don't assume I'm never coming out of that green room. I just, uh, I, I really go over. You should send Gilbert I really out. decompress. You should send Gilbert out and go be like, go oh, talk to people. I should make Gilbert do it for free. You're yeah. right. You're right. You also right. said we don't think any less of anybody who doesn't do the Patreon, and that is true. But we do think a little bit more of everyone who does do the Patreon. <laughs> it's like the there's same not a, meaning. There's not a lower <laughs> level, but there's a higher level. Right. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I just yeah. want to be clear. Yeah. That if you're contributing, if you got that, if you get to submit a hashtag and you're going to get the signed poster and you're going to get yeah. the extra poster and the hashtag poster, uh, it means it we, mean, yeah. we appreciate it. Yeah, you're way more special. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, yeah. Come on. The other people just aren't about? less special. They're not less special, but you're, you're just more special. special. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're exactly right. <laughs> um, do it, dude. Should we do this? Yeah. Should we go to the letter? Yes. Whoa, get, get back down. I, you want me to climb down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm up at the ladder. I'm running No, ready to come down here. You want me to come down There's and tons jump? of letters down here. Coming down. Okay. Coming down. Careful. Careful. This is how I go down a ladder. All right. <sighs> me or you? Oh. Me. Obviously, and, and I want to be very, very clear. That wasn't Foley. That was a real letter that Daniel grabbed. I know. So, well, that was you. Stop it. Look, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna not. Do it. You know, I'm gonna do both. All right. That was Daniel. That was me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. 
So truly the people who appreciate that joke, and I'm almost willing to bet it is whittled way down by now. <laughs> if you're still on board with the Foley bit, mm-hmm. you maybe are our most dedicated listener. If you're still on board with the Foley bit, you're also still on board with your Eddie Vedder impression. If you are, if you're still on board with, this becomes our, uh, you might be a redneck. <laughs> if you're still on board, yeah. you might be a baller. If you're still on board with this Foley bit, you, uh, yeah, you you are definitely bought the highest tier Patreon <laughs> membership. <laughs> You'd have to be. You'd have to be like, I, I love the Foley. Every time they do the Foley, mm. I love it. Okay. okay, you ready? That was me. Okay, this is go. in a card. I love the card. This was hand-given to me, I believe. Folks, on, uh, we got... Tour. Yeah, so that's something we've From, never talked about. We've never talked that? about... We always say, hey, there's three different ways you get... There's yes. four. There's handoffs. You're right. We never mention handoffs. There's handoffs. This is a so handoff. So you can mail us... Mail at, us. At... DM us. Can you remember the address? 1700. Yep. Burbank Boulevard. West, yep. West Burbank Boulevard. Yep. Burbank, California. Mm hmm. Nine. Mm hmm. Zero seven. Nope. Nine one five. No, you got two. Nine one six. Nine one seven. I think you had it. Nine one. My, nine one five. Yes. Zero. Yes. Six. Yes! <laughs> nice! September 15, done. 2006, dude. Roar. We'll never, never forget. forget. No, never forget. Never forget. 9.15.06. Never forget. All right, here we go. <sighs> handoff. And then at the Pimpels Pod and Pimpels, the Pimpels Pod on gmail.com or handoff. This was handoff. This is a grandma card. Very nice. There's like, I don't know what you call that flower. Is that a lilac? I have no idea. And it says, and it says, it says, uh, grandma. But they wrote the word cunty in front of it. Yeah. And then it says, Yeah. Uh, it said the single word, but they made it say two single words that hold a thousand terrible, they crossed out happy memories. <laughs> so it says cunty grandma, two single words that hold a thousand terrible memories. How therapeutic is this for the person who originally wrote this and, cunty grandma? <laughs> and then on the inside, it says, wishing you comfort. As you tell her stories and remember how much, much is crossed out, so it says how poorly she loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Love, James. <laughs> and there's a letter inside. Oh, uh, here we okay. go. Thank you, James. Here we go. Uh, this was handed to me in uh, New York, so thank you so much, James. Dear Datman and, Ro- and Rorbin. That's pretty good. Yeah. Datman and Rorbin. I like it. I love this podcast, and I'll have you know, I decided to hashtag grew the shoe with my girlfriend, Sierra, and now she is a PFL, paller for, hashtag PFL, paller for life. We'll decide if that's official. Come, I'll t- but I'll tell you what, you, things are looking good. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't commit. I didn't want to commit yet. Adam, do not put that down yet. Right. That's not official. Right. Adam. Drop Adam, your pencil. Adam, dr- stop it right now, Adam. Drop your you graphing pencil. Adam wants to you know add it's, a, it so it's bad. a graphing pencil. He's got too. a graphing pencil. It's one of those iPads you draw on, but it's still a spreadsheet. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, here we go. I love this podcast. I'll have you know I decided to hashtag grew the shoe with my girlfriend, Sierra, and now she's a hashtag PFL palette for life. Come Wednesday morning, if there isn't a new episode waiting for us when we wake up, she sadly exclaims, quote, but, there, but where are my pals? So thank you for bringing so much laughter into our lives. Question. Do you have any weird t- traditions slash habits when you try out a new restaurant? I have something I call the cheese pizza theory that I do at most new places, a.k.a. I make sure they have the basic down before I drop the big bucks on a meat lover supreme extra cheese extra meat pizza. I'm not trying to spend $30 on a bar rescue quality pizza. Well... Act three bar rescue or act one bar rescue? Yes, rescue. because act three it's pretty now, good. We're now we're in right. a real place. Now we got those dippers. Okay, <laughs> we got this jalapeno cheese dippers. The markup on a dipper is eighty nine cents. <laughs> You're charging two bucks. You are stupid. You're stupid. Oh, you got Gordon Ramsay. I'm Gordon Ramsay. This is stupid. What's that? That's what you make. Nightmares. Hell. Hell. What you make is stupid. <laughs> I think Joe. Even though I don't think that's a good impression, that might be my good. best impression. Yeah. <laughs> well, Eddie Vedder. <laughs> Eddie Vedder, Scott Stapp. Joe DeRosa has a bit about that Gordon Ramsay where he put he takes two pieces of bread, puts them between a human person's face, and says, "You are a dumb sandwich. <laughs> you are a dumb sandwich." 
Humanity. Uh, yeah. It won't stop. It uh, just won't stop. I'm not trying to spend thirty dollars. <laughs> That's the movie. Uh, I'm not trying to spend thirty dollars on a bar rescue quality pizza. Also, what are your favorite candy bars? I usually rotate between the big three: Reese's, Kit Kat, and Twix. Interesting. But once in a while, when I'm feeling nostalgic, I'll lay my fingers on a Butterfinger. Thanks again for everything you do. Sincerely, James. P.S. Sorry, sorry for my all caps letter. I have terrible handwriting, and this looks the least terrible. Appreciated. Because that's hard to do, all caps. It is. It's, it's, more all caps. Work, it's more work to write it all caps. When all caps and stay between the lines. And look how we even broke it up. Intro, question, outro. Yeah, Good for you. I know, James. And the card? Get out of here, James. I know, James. Get the fuck out of here, James. Okay. I want to work backwards. Do it. I've grown out of the Butterfinger. It's too much of this. I don't this. do it anymore. It's, it's in it's, my teeth. It's too much of this. It's 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 so little chocolate yep. around whatever that is. Nougat? No, whatever. Not it's nougat. not nougat. It's I don't like know what flaky, it is. Flaky, flaky, dried toffee nougat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used official. to, Butterfinger used to be my favorite. Really? I can do the Butterfinger in a Dairy Queen Blizzard. Easy. I wouldn't know. But here's the thing. I wouldn't even know. You will one day when we go and you have the flight of blizzards. There's a flight? I think they actually do a flight now, (laughs) which I would like to say I thought of, but I I didn't. But I think at one point I was like, did I tell you, maybe I brought this up on the podcast. One time I tried to open a tab at Dairy Queen. I ordered, me. I was with Scott Moran, I ordered- Oh, yeah, uh, we said this on the and show. And I said, can I leave this open? And they were You're, like, no. no, what are you talking about? Just come back like, up. Okay, got it. all right. Side note for you, did you hear the news? What? Chick-fil-A no longer donating to anti-LGBT. I did, I did, I saw that. Uh, and it's okay. like, how, why did it take that long? When the issue was like, it was brought up, what, three years ago? Right. People were like, no, boycott. Right. And they're like, well, three years from now, we're going to stop. Right. <laughs> But, you but get, it, hey, hey, good. You get guilt-free food now. But good. Just the only guilt. I don't want to say, hey, it. you know what? Better late than never. Sure. You know um, why? Because we allow people to change. Let's allow business. You know what? Absolutely. Right. If you change for the better, what am I going to do? Criticize the past? <laughs> right. You've changed for the better. Right. I mean, we can always talk about the past. Sure. <laughs> we shouldn't forget it. Yeah. Right. So what I want to say is oh, yeah, you're going the backwards. Butterfingers out. Twix, Reese's, and Kit Kat. Those to me Don't all even feel exist. Like candy bars to me. to me, they all exist in some like one genre. Ven, that's some de- Venn diagram between candy and candy bar. I agree. Yeah, because then are you going to say Hershey's ki- Kisses are candy bars? Well, I well, I'm saying if like because you know it's interesting. Well, I see what you mean because the Reese's Peanut Butter Cup is not really a candy bar. It's two cups, right? The Kit and it's Kat, not even close to the best Reese's. The Kit which Kat is, is like Reese's a mini Kisses. chocolate bar, right? And the twi- I, all of those things, because they come in like little groups as opposed to one solid, like bar. a Hershey's tra- candy bar. Yeah. Because they come in different things. Right. Isn't it so weird? Like now that you've, as an adult, and because there's more, like there's so much chocolate options out there, uh-huh. and you've actually had real chocolate that when someone gives you a Hershey's bar, you're like, what is this shit? Well, it's milk. I don't like the milk yeah. chocolate. You're like, yeah. what is this garbage? Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? You're like, it's just shit. There's not, this isn't legit. It's just. Get me fucking legit at chocolate. At least throw some almonds in there. Yeah. If someone I- is out there listening to this right now and you're like, I know exactly what they mean about the chocolate, but you still drink at Starbucks, apply what we're saying about the chocolate bar to coffee and know that it's the same thing. When you go to a legit coffee place, you're like, this is coffee. And then you go to Starbucks and you're like, either. what the fuck is this? Really? It's Starbucks is like Pike, right? Pike roast or it's something. It's just like that? but it's like it's just not It's not good. You really? Go to a place it's not where they good. like make it. I, I to me it's not good. Genuinely, outside of the fact that it's a corporation, sure. forget that. Because sure. when I'm in a crunch at a show, yeah. and I know there's gonna be two shows and I yeah. need coffee and there's Starbucks, I'm yeah. having Starbucks. Sure. I'm not like anti right. right. But given the option. The fact that it's a corporation, I don't even give a shit. Right. I truly don't like the flavor of it. Sure. I truly don't like the fact that what about the people Dunkin who make Donuts? it, it's just a machine that moves quickly. What about Dunkin' Donuts? So let's say I got to go to Starbucks or Dunkin' Donuts. I'm going to go get a drip coffee from Dunkin' Donuts before Starbucks. And it's specifically because I don't get super jittery off of whatever the fuck Starbucks is. <laughs> like Dunkin' Donuts, I actually go, oh, this is like a normal cup of coffee. Yeah. Like even if they turn around, they go, it's just Folgers. I would go, I'll, I'll take that. Do you like it just black? I'll take it black, yeah. You do? So yeah. you like coffee. Jack Phillips like always it. told me. Did I already tell you this? No. Nobody likes coffee, Dan. There's a good chance you did tell me this, but we talk about Jack so much. <laughs> Is Jack like, aware of this podcast? God, if we could have Jack. Does Jack on, know he's a celebrity on this Jack podcast? Jack on this show. I, Honest to God, I would cry. Yeah, I would too. He's Are you kidding? Boss. Everyone, we've talked about him so much. 
all of our listeners and myself know him equally as you do now. <laughs> Daniel. Your Daniel. heart's broken. Daniel. Daniel. Right. Come here. I really would cry. Best boss I ever had. And he like cared about he, it was like he was like a father figure to me. Daniel, my eyes are up here. I know I got mustard on my tie, but here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> you just know he's got mustard oh, on his tie. There's so many stories I haven't told Jack you about. Phillips, Jack Phillips Jack Phillips cannot have a hot dog without a little condiment spill right. on the shirt or the, his mouth. It right. doesn't know. Yeah, it's better than ketchup. He remember if somebody like eats something they got like stuff on the side of their mouth. And you're like, do you not feel that? Is you that don't feel worst? that that's there. Do you stop them? No. And sometimes do. close friends. I don't even. Really? Anyway, he would just always think like, it's funny. He'd be like, Daniel, you you want some coffee? And I'd be like, oh, I don't like coffee. He goes, no one likes coffee. And I go, really? He goes, nah. You putting cream? You putting sugar in your coffee? Because you don't like the taste. I'm of drinking it. black coffee right now. And he always and he would go, you like coffee? You drink it black. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I didn't Blake. know that. He goes, you drink no it, Blake. All these people put all this stuff in their coffee. <laughs> they don't like it. They don't give a shit about right. coffee. Right. Okay. All right. So you were saying it's like, you're saying Hershey's is like Starbucks. It's like, get yourself some quality. Get some quality chocolate. If you're like, I love Hershey's chocolate. Maybe, you know, fine. Fine, fine you do. But if you've never tried but like her- dark chocolate, that, and, I, and I used to hate dark Hershey's chocolate. Hershey's chocolate syrup. I would. I was a kid, and I would Hundo. stand with that fridge open, Hundo. right into my mouth. Just if I'm having mi- chocolate milk. It's it. Hershey's. If I'm putting chocolate syrup on How my ice times? cream, it's Hershey's. You went. You went milk in your mouth, then chocolate. I syrup never did in your that. Mouth. You never did it. No. Well, never. Now we got something for you. Great. <laughs> you are gonna do this on stage. You, all right. We're gonna get you a little thing of Hershey's chocolate syrup and a little milk. milk, and you're gonna go into your mouth. Yeah, I'll do and it. And then you're gonna have chocolate. I'll milk. do it. I'll do it. Ooh. Easily, I'll do that. Okay. Um, so, what's your candy bar now? If I'm the thing, so I, I'm at Dairy Queen. I'm getting a Blizzard. I'm going Heath Bar, but I don't necessarily love a Heath Bar. A candy bar for me now that I absolutely love Trader Joe's dark chocolate. Yep. I think it's eighty yep. percent cacao. Uh, give me that. You got to go above so seventy-five. Good, and you buy it. You get two I'll chocolate bars in the in the I'll cardboard do that with box. Sea salt. It's the best. I know. You're, Alter Eco. I'm right there with you, man. If you go to Whole Foods. And just break a piece Alter Eco off. is a brand of coffee, uh, or a brand of uh, chocolate bar yeah. that has tons of flavors, and they are so good. Yeah, they do. They have, like, good. cranberry. Burnt like they have, sugar. Yes, th- it's so good. Yeah. God, it's good. And do you, I just break a piece, but I could eat the whole thing. Let's dive into this. He, his theory is based on pizza. He well, does the yeah, cheese so pizza. that's the thing. Do you have any weird traditions or habits when you try out a new restaurant? Okay, so here's what I would say. Well, and I think I you and I might have an interesting perspective given okay. the fact that we travel a lot, a lot and have to try to find. And because of that, we're eating at new restaurants by default, whether we want to or not. You can tell a lot about a restaurant Unless by you go to a chain. Charcuterie board. If that'll they have tell, that? Yeah, and what it is. Yeah. That'll tell you a lot. That presentation, that quality of cheese, that quality of, of yes. cured meats. And you're like, oh, okay. Have this- I mentioned my like I, how I used to use Yelp and now I use Instagram? No. So if I'm going on the road, and let's uh, let's say for the sake of uh, oh, let's say for the sake of something, I'm going to read here in a second. Okay. Let's say I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. Sure. And uh, I'm in Madison, Wisconsin. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get on Yelp to find out. Now I go on Instagram and I type in Madison food, and all these Instagram Ooh. accounts of people who consider themselves foodies. Is that the hashtag? And I say consider ta- because some are foodies, and then some just are like. I have an Instagram account where I take a picture of every meal I eat. But is it hashtag Madison food or you just type in Madison food? You can do either one. Okay. But uh, if you type in like Madison food, actual profiles yeah, yeah, of yeah. people who are like, I live in Madison, Wisconsin, and I'm your go-to source for what's awesome. Right. Here's why I like doing it that way. Because they post pictures of the food they've eaten. So when you go through their account and you see something that looks delicious, you then go, oh, I am going to order that from this place mm-hmm. and you immediately have already narrowed in the thing that brought you yeah. to the place yeah and you go oh my god that chicken sandwich looks fucking incredible i'm gonna go eat that chicken sandwich at this place and then you go and you do that that's great it's great i i highly recommend it i highly recommend using instagram like that if you're in a place like chicago and you type in chicago food yeah you are going to have one million profiles it's true of people who who are look some are looking for that off beaten yeah path or you just text me restaurant you do you know what i mean yeah um so i would say that's how i just to to back up his question that's how i start the initial find a place gotcha so instagram sometimes i will go all right this is a person who claims to be a foodie Mm -hmm. they took a picture of this thing said Mm -hmm. it was absolutely awesome Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna go on faith that they're right 
and they yeah. have a good opinion. Yeah. And I feel like if you go through their profile of stuff they've taken pictures of, you can get an idea of, of they like to eat. if you relate to them. Because yeah. there's some people- if you have the same palate. Well, in the r- world of influencers, you can go through someone's page and go, I don't know, a lot of selfies with some food pics. It just seems like you took a picture of the food and maybe you didn't even eat it. You just fucking threw it away like the sh- fucking shitty influencer oh, that worst. you are and wanting to be, which is yeah. so bizarre to me. Right. So you have to really look at the group of pictures. And if you go through one, it's like, oh, these are all food pics. And there's a good chance they they eat that food. They they seek yeah. it out and yeah. then they actually yeah. eat it. But that's kind of how I that's I started off. But I will say, like, I understand the cheese pizza test. Because if you're going to bite in, you go, well, the cheese is awful. It's like, well, now you spend all this money on yeah. this meat lovers mm-hmm. thing. What's, the meat quality is probably not great. So my thing, if I'm at a sandwich shop, yeah. I order whatever their Italian is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like an Italian sandwich yeah. at any sandwich place will tell you what type of place you're dealing with. Yeah. Some people feel that way about a meatball sub, too. Yeah. You're like, what kind like of Like it's a basic. Do? Yes. Basic thing. Let's start there and yeah. see what they have. You know what? I think that's good because I, I could eat those two sandwiches any day of the week, any meal. Mm-hmm. I'm into an Italian sub. Yeah. I'm into everything on it. Oh, you love a meatball and mayo. I'm into the meatball and mayo. <laughs> Give it to me. <laughs> But you know what the the main thing is? It's going to be the bread. The bread is going to be like the meat quality. If you're in a legit sandwich sandwich shop, the meat quality is fine. Right. It's going to be fine. Right. But sometimes you can be in a great sandwich shop that doesn't understand how important the bread Bread. is. And it blows your mind. I know. Because people are like, the sandwiches are so good. And it's like, these are all from people who like this type of bread on their sandwich. Wouldn't you say that's probably the biggest problem with Subway is just the bread is not Good. It's it's just, just it's mass produced that's what I'm saying. frozen bread that because they get sent. Because meat. I think their chicken's fine. Their meatballs are okay. And if it's someone works at Subway and you go, no, 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 we we heat it there. Are you making it from scratch? Right. Are you making and the bread from scratch? And I don't blame you. You got all you got. It's your serve, system. Yeah, it's 5, your system. People a day, whatever it's your it is. System. Yes, but the bread matters. But also Subway, if you want to sponsor us, we'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. Yeah. And then people go, wait, why did why did it suddenly just start with edit Subway? If you want to sponsor us, we'll edit this out. <laughs> We would do that. Wait, in. how do they have to hear that? We would, leave that in. <laughs> we would leave that in. Here's the other two things, and then we'll move on that I judge. Yeah. How does the pie case look when I walk in? You've mentioned that, and I think uh, that'll I tell you about a diner. More. Couldn't agree more. Is this pie specifically spinning? a diner? Yes. Is the pie spinning? Yes. Does it look like it was brought in from somewhere else? Side note: It doesn't have to be spinning. No. But if it is spinning, we're talking about another ball game, right? If it's not spinning. I'm still happy to be here. Sure. Maybe you guys have a display case. If there isn't, if there isn't a case, well, now it's like, well, what are you trying to do? Mm-hmm. You're telling me you have pie on the menu, mm-hmm. but you don't want me to see it? Mm-hmm. What's going on? Right. Yeah. And then uh, soup and salad bar. I'll go look at that soup and salad. That'll tell me what I'm ordering. Now, that's if you're doing like a buffet type thing. Well, if you just walk into a diner or a restaurant and I, saw, and I see your soup and salad bar and I'm like, you don't even have... Like a vinaigrette, it's yeah. just blue cheese, ranch, and French dressing. Yeah, <laughs> or like Where in the just country iceberg. Yeah. But then I'm then when I order my actual food because yeah. I've chosen this place, I'm just gonna get a burger, no right. bun. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was in one place and I ordered the chicken breast dinner. Yeah, and it was just a processed, cut shape patty of turkey. Yeah, like shaped like a chicken breast. Yeah, and I said, oh, we're, we're... <laughs> never mind. <laughs> never, you know what. No, thank you. Right. No, thank Just you at all. Just give me the ground beef with with 40% meat. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. No, thanks. It's okay. The bread you know matters. What? That's okay. You guys yeah. do your thing. I'm just, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. No, let's say you're not at a sandwich place, though. Let's say you're at a, a Italian restaurant. Nice restaurant. A, a, a very nice Italian restaurant. Yep. Is there- I'm going to tell you. The prosciutto di parma. Here's what I- here's what The burrata I... will tell you what you're fucking with with these people. The, yeah. The prosciutto- We'll also tell you. You know what's fun when you, when the waiter or waitress comes up says, "What do we have?" And well, you, you go, "It's just us, not you." <laughs> and, you go, and you go, and you go. Do you have a favorite thing on the menu? And then when they tell you the favorite thing, which was not even in your top three of things you might get, yeah. And they just tell it to you, and then you go, uh, well, I think I'm going to do lasagna." It's almost like when they tell you their favorite thing, you go, "That's wrong. You're right. wrong, right?" Because <laughs> you know what the real deal is. Have you worked in restaurants? I was a I bus boy. Okay, yes. Then you know this. Yeah. The real favorite, the real favorite thing on the menu for any person who works there, yeah. isn't on the menu. 
Yeah. All of them are like, well, what I like to do is I get that salad, but I actually add the pepperoni from the pepperoni pizza, not the... Not the pepperoni that is that That's comes on the on salad, the, right? Yeah, yeah. and but, you're like, oh, why don't you guys do that? <laughs> right, but they, well, it's not my because I've had that. Everybody has that. Yeah, be like, I get the taquitos, but I ask them to do it with beef instead of the chicken. You can ask them, but we don't. <laughs> it's, it's not, not on, on the, the menu, menu. despite <laughs> right. the fact that it should be. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, what I like to get is the manicotti. Mm, you're, you're wrong. wrong. <laughs> I'll have the ravioli. Thanks. <laughs> All righty. Oh, James, that's a good. A fun that's letter. a good litmus test. Uh huh. Get the I cheese like pizza too. and go. You know the cheese pizza is good. I know. I mean the cheese pizza. You like look when cheese pizza is bad. You're like you guys need to shut down. You guys need to shut down this business. Mm-hmm. So when you get the cheese pizza and you go, oh, that's pretty bomb cheese pizza. It should be right. It should be. And if it's not though, this get day out. and age, where whoever opens a restaurant can just go, oh yeah, we'll just do what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And you don't, and you you make awful pizza. There's people that make awful pizza. I agree. And you're like, what is your problem? What is your fucking problem? <laughs> you can't even do this. <laughs> you can't do this. Get out of my face, dude. <sighs> All right, James. Thanks James. for the Cunty Grandma card. Great letter. Sincerely, your pen pals, Rory Scoble and Daniel Van Kirk. When was the last time you did something just for you? Discover your summer essentials with FabFitFun, the best subscription box service delivering full-size self-care and wellness products delivered straight to your door. Their experts carefully pick from top trending products for you to personalize your own box of happiness. Just choose your plan and get ready for the best in home, fashion, beauty, wellness, and so much more. So whether it's the perfect beach blanket, a handy wine chiller, or aloe vera gel, FabFitFun has you covered for all of your fun in the sun needs. You'll get to choose some of the products to go in your box while the rest are a surprise. Plus, you can access other perks like flash sales and new items up to 70% off. FabFitFun is more than just an incredible value. It's me time in a box. All about the brands you love, the brands you will love, and doing something that's just for you. Visit FabFitFun.com for 50% off your first box while supplies last when you use code TALKSHOW. That's FabFitFun.com, code TALKSHOW. Hey, do you miss traveling with your besties like in Girl Strip? Do you miss going to huge family gatherings like in Soul Food? Do you miss meeting the parents like in Get Out? Huh? Well, actually, no one misses that. But you can still do all of these things with me, Desmond Thorne, on my podcast, Adventures in Black Cinema. Each week, I take you on a journey through a new black film, how it relates to the culture, and sometimes how the themes relate to my own life. So there's always a little tea and a slight bit of embarrassment. <gasps> And of course, as a filmmaker myself and one of the blackest, film nerdiest film nerds like ever, you're always in good hands. Adventures in Black Cinema with Desmond Thorne, executive produced by Amanda Seals. New episodes every Tuesday on all major podcast platforms. And we're back! You are listening to Daniel Van Kirk and Roy Scovel. We, of course, are your pen pals. And whether you're a penny or a paller out there, we invite you to sit next to the fire and get warm with us while we get into the second half of the show. How does that sound? Sounds great to me, buddy. I got a quick one here. This letter comes to us from Dolores in Iowa. I got a quick one. Okay. Uh, that I'm just going to... Let's do it. That I want to just speed... Speed through. You know what? I don't have a quick one. I have a... You do whatever you want. You know what? I'm, I'm going to save this one. Okay. I'm going to save this one. Okay. Because I like it. How I many like it pennies and pallets like, was that my letter? It wasn't. Did he just Trust me when I say it out? wasn't. Well, it was somebody's. It wasn't theirs. <laughs> this I got in uh, Cincinnati. What is it? Is that of what I think it is? Honey! Honey, get over here. They have a frame made out of fake candy corn. <laughs> With a picture of Jesus inside of it. Honey, there's a gardening set that says, feel free to kneel here. And that's the only place I'm cool with it. 
Honey! Why can't they shop together? Why can't they just be at Cracker Barrel and be together? Honey! Honey, it's a wooden plane that flies itself. Honey, they got every Dolly Parton album ever. Honey, all Christmas themed though. It's a 2000 piece puzzle of the states. (laughs) Before we got Alaska. Yeah. Honey, they got a bottle here of syrup. And on the side it says, heads up, things are going to get sticky. (laughs) Honey, they got a raccoon hat with two tails. We haven't even said what it is. Honey, they have the largest checker piece (laughs) in the county. Honey, you think this would really break your jaw if you tried to eat it? (laughs) (laughs) It says it will. Honey, they have... They have... (laughs) Do it. Honey, over here they have concrete on a stick that they are passing off as edible candy. (laughs) It will slice your mouth in half. Honey, it's a pillow and a blanket and it looks like a largemouth bass. Honey, do you remember in Batman when the Joker was asked how he got those two scars (laughs) on the side of his mouth and he told that bullshit story? Turns out he was eating hard rock mountain candy. (laughs) And those are legit scars. (sighs) All right. Okay, we got a gift card. This is a $25 gift card. Uh, Oh, this is great. I'm just now noticing this. Okay. $25 $25 gift card from Cracker Barrel. It says hashtag rock candy. Hashtag, Shut up. Hashtag checkers. Shut up. I'm just now noticing that. <laughs> oh, good for you. Good for you. Here okay, we go. Go hit it. Dearest pals, mm-hmm. I would love to know about any people who have had a big impact on you when you were growing up. These could be teachers, neighbors, relatives, etc. Excuse me. Who had a big influence on who you are as a person and who you are today. I'd like to tell you about such a person whose influence continues to shape my everyday life. When I was in high school, I had several teachers who had a profound impact on me. They came from a variety of backgrounds and covered a broad range of subject matter. Some were special because they made class entertaining and interesting. Some were special because they broadened my horizons and got me interested in new subjects and topics. And some were special because they took the time to get to know me as a person, not just as a student. One teacher in particular, Miss Bradley, was a combination of all three. I loved having her for class because of her unorthodox teaching style, her sense of humor, a passion for her work, and because she looked at us as people, not just students. I could really tell that she loved what she did, which meant that we loved what she did too. It's now been a decade since I first met her, and I still find myself inspired by the way that she taught and interacted with students. I'm currently in school to become a therapist and spend a lot of time working with kids and teens of all ages and backgrounds. It's very rewarding work, and I love my job. So many of the kids that I work with struggle with just being seen as kids and not as human beings. Countless adults have failed them, and they are often left fending for themselves. I lack the words to describe how much of an honor it is for them to come to me with their secrets, pains, hopes, and shames because I'm one of the few positive adult figures in their lives. I may not know what it is like to go through life facing the things that these kids and teens face, but I know how important it is to be seen, acknowledged, and recognized as the human beings we are at such a difficult time in life. I channel my inner Miss Bradley daily and look at my clients as the human beings they are. I don't know that I would have known how much of an impact this can have if I had never met Miss Bradley. I will forever be grateful for the lesson she gave me, both inside the classroom and out. Your pal, Alex. Capuchow. Great letter. Mm-hmm. Incredible letter. Yep. Here's the deal. Okay. Here's what I think. You have someone like Miss Bradley in your life. Yeah. Who inspires you. Yep. Teaches you the importance of treating people like human beings. Mm-hmm. You then live your life doing that same thing. Mm-hmm. Trying to spread that positive impact. Mm-hmm. So much so that when you become a fan of the award-winning podcast, Pen Pals. Yep. Which I know a lot of people are like, award? Which award? Theme song. Do, honestly, look it up. Yeah. Theme song, the theme song was the first right. award. I know. Got. I'm saying, obviously. That there's others. Right. Daniel's giving you a hint of what to Google. Right. But you become a fan of it. You write in a letter. You send a gift card. But you write this letter giving us the opportunity 
to spread the positive notion of treating people like human beings. Now, yeah. there's a lot of people in this world that would go, yes, of course, treat people like human beings. I say it all the time. Sure. It doesn't mean I necessarily know how to follow it and always do it. It doesn't mean I don't fly off the handle. Right. It doesn't mean I'm not a lunatic. Mm-hmm. Just because on this podcast we get a letter that's hyper-focused on a, a, a spe- uh, specific subject, sure. giving us the opportunity to step outside of the fact that that particular event or thing is not our success or our problem, giving us this neutral angle, objective angle to go, oh, here's what we think, and here's how we make it funny, and here's the positivity that we add to it, does not mean that Daniel and I, 100% of the time, are always those people when it comes to our own things. Oh, no. That's Sometimes the... That's the so many things we're too exactly. close to to be able to see, like, oh, yes. I shouldn't do this, or that was the bad way to respond. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah. And someone might and might see that and go, but I don't <laughs> understand. You guys say this stuff on the podcast, but then you're also these other people. That's that's life. That's exactly yep. how it is. So what I want to say here, is why, and why I like this letter and why I wanted to read it, uh, is because I can't emphasize enough the importance of just constantly spreading the the these notions of positivity stuff that you should just know to treat people like human beings but we do live in a time and this is i think is eternal yeah where generations can't understand other generations specifically if there's a generation gap like our generation and kids who are like in middle school now or high school sure. now yeah. whatever 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 mm. actually defines a generation how yeah. many years is a generation usually about f- 15 15. So, yes, exactly. Kids in high school now. Right. There's there's going to be a gap there. You say f- up to 40, but it's gotten shorter. 40 is a genera- 40 years is a generation? Yeah, but I, I can't be right. It's got to be 25. It's, gotta be, be right. it's 15 to 25. It's got to be. I, I, I want to say. if you were born from 80, I, you're a millennial if you were born 80 to uh, 95. Mm-hmm. So that's 15. I would say. I believe. I would say that only becomes accurate as you age. Sure. That you, that is someone born in 1980 and someone born in 1995, as you age and get to a certain age, you go, oh, yeah, we, we understand. We grew up in the same sort of thing. Right. But then obviously on either end, you overlap. I would say things move so fast now that generations should be like five years. Probably. <laughs> it's so wildly different. That's the thing. How much did the world didn't change? Yeah. But look at 92 from 2002. Yeah, exactly. That literally a different That's world. That's another world. Yeah. I would say... Our separation of of people that are very young now, it, it, the 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 fact of the matter is we can't understand your social reality. Sure, and your social reality is so much of just what reality is for mm-hmm. you. It 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 shapes and molds you in so many ways. But what Alex is reminding us here is that despite the fact that someone might be a teenager or a child who's younger than a teenager, right. it doesn't mean that they're not still a human being that deserves to be talked to like a human being. And and we don't need to forget the fact that basic communication and listening and understanding is still a big part of what connects us. I think we live in times where these devices we have <laughs> disconnect us yeah. heavily from what's happening in the moment right in front of our faces, but still no matter if someone's stuck in their phone, they're still a human being. And I, I'm also saying this for my own benefit of actually hearing it, but I think it's great that there's a teacher who, if we had Miss Bradley on the phone right now, mm-hmm. would go, oh, I wasn't like that until I had, you sure. know, Mrs. Thompson from third yeah. grade. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it's it gets passed down. Yeah. And I think when you can spread it on a wider level, and I think you know because we check our downloads, but we have over 8 million followers as mm-hmm. Pedbot. Now our Instagram account isn't going to, reflect that right our twitter account's not going to reflect and that. we've worked hard to keep those look like low we 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 want it to feel we don't intimate. accept a lot of follows right because we want blocks. to stay humble yep but we have eight million downloads um a week mm-hmm. and we have eight million followers mm-hmm. and our live shows if you've been to them you know that they're sold out despite the fact that some seats might be open because we don't allow people in right and we then we set kick some people out. And then we have some people thrown out. To keep it, yeah. But we also like to, the intimacy. We have some people thrown out just to also remind people, hey, we might be nice guys, but we still have an edge to us. Fucking A. And the edge. We're friends with the edge. I know. And he wants to do the show. But again, <laughs> we say no, because we need to keep it intimate. 
Daniel, outside of Jack Phillips, because yeah. we're going to set him aside. Okay. You knew. Who's your big person? Who, who in your life oh, would man. you go back to to go, Thanks. that person or many people, because mm-hmm. I think it takes many people to facilitate specific aspects of your personality that inspire you or influence you. Well, you know, like Grant, my grandpa was huge and Absolutely. So, was my, so is there we go. and was my Uncle Ken. But I feel like that's a Let's little- Let's go non-family member to push it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Let's go um, someone outside of the DNA. You know, there's to me, it's, it's a, it's a, there's a lot of like moments. I didn't really have like- I had an opportunity being from a small town where everybody knows everybody that people, I think a lot, I think it was easy to be like, I didn't have a dad. So I remember in fourth grade, Mr. Merma, I might've told you the story if I did, I forget. That name does not ring a bell. Okay. Uh, Steve Merma, fourth grade teacher, really cool dude. Um, He... I kept getting kicked out of the basketball games on the playground during recess. Yeah. Because uh, the guys kept saying I was double dribbling. Yeah. And I thought that that meant I dribbled twice too fast because I had no idea. And what I double was, dribble was. Yeah. I just didn't know. And I didn't have anybody to tell me. Yeah. And so Mr. Marimo was like, why aren't you What? Why aren't you playing basketball with your friends? And I told him. And so he took me aside around the corner of the building to show me. To hit double you, dribble to push you <laughs> against the wall. Yes, yeah. He's and like, you'll never go pro if you don't figure this out. Right, right. He was like, "Put that glass in your arm." That's what life feels like. And we're all, all just like, Daniel, you were heavily abused. <laughs> but he made me realize that like glass is life, and sometimes life sucks. You know what? That is true. Uh, so he showed me how to double dribble and what it meant and what it was. Yeah. And obviously, it's not. You'd think. There's so many things in kids. I wonder if you wonder this about your daughter where you're like, you try to have these big moments, but you don't know what are the moments that are really going to stick with them. Yes. And you thought it might have seemed innocuous to you, but to them, like, well, that's going to be in their mind forever. Yes. Or shape them. And so that isn't some huge, like, big end of family uh, or end of full house, like, moment, in the, you know, like they do in every show. But to me... That was huge because yeah. I knew at the time he was doing something well beyond his job description. Sure, sure, sure. To help a kid who didn't have an older male role model in his life. To and he was like, aware of that? Yeah, I think yeah. he figured it out yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, that was big. And then like um, Dan McDermott, uh, my buddy Pat that I grew up with, his dad, I remember him like being like, uh, you're kind of getting like, you know, I was like growing facial hair. And he knew there was no one to show me how to shave. Yeah, yeah. And so he showed me how to shave. And then uh, Steve Bryant. Isn't that such a classic, like, thing? But he also had to know that yeah. he was, like, I'm... he had to know that that was formative for yeah. me. Yeah, but yeah, also yeah. knew that, like, well, I'm, I'm not going to just let someone else eventually do this for this kid or for it to get so awkward and so bad that yeah. he has to figure it out himself. And so I remember standing in the bathroom in his house and having him show me how <laughs> yeah. to shave. And so uh, that, and I think he also And he put me, glass in your arm and he said, this right. is how you shave. Well, we shaved with glass. <laughs> Daniel. What? You're unaware of how abused you were. But I, he told, you know, they kept, everybody told me like, you deserve this. You're low, you're a low person. And there's low people. And, and LP. People. You're an LP. Right. Yeah. And so, um, <laughs> and then Steve Bryant was also, uh, uh, who was a friend of my Chris, his dad. So I, I had a few of those, yeah. but it was people who just took. And I, you know, I guarantee I'm forgetting some. But well, there's for no some way that double dribble because I felt so bad about being kicked out. Yeah, and he just without me knowing, I literally thought I knew why because right, I yeah, dribbled yeah. too fast. So right. I wasn't like walking around being like, "Somebody help me here." Yeah. I was like, "Well, I'm too fast of a dribbler, and it's I guess that's not allowed." Right for him, he. He initiated that moment and then solved it for me. Right. Yeah. Which yeah. was. Maybe somebody would say he would have to do it, but I still don't think he did have to do that. Right. So, yeah, that was big to me. It is It is interesting uh, to to reflect back and know that you have so many people, especially yeah. in this in this like particular question where we have <laughs> we've set our own rule of saying it can't be family. Right. But what a what a, an absolute um uh amazing thing that is to have so many people. And you think he even remembers? I guarantee he doesn't. But that's what's great. What's great is him not even remembering. And just, that is just who he is. Right, because he wasn't trying to 
be like, oh, I got my star. Oh, yeah, I got. I, look what I did today. Yeah. Instead, he was like, no, I did the thing you're supposed to do. Right. Like in like when someone goes, that's crazy. You stepped out in front of that car and saved that kid. And someone's like, yeah, I didn't even. I honestly didn't even know I did that. Right. <laughs> I just did. I mean, I'll be honest. I saw a kid and I was like, what? Like your brain doesn't even allow you to go. Yeah, no, just stand here and watch this kid get hit by a car. Right. <laughs> Instead, you're like, no, I got to do something. I mean, I'll be honest. The Sklars, mm-hmm. like, yeah. there's. When they said, do you want to co-host Sklarbo County, which ended up becoming Dumb People Town, yeah. the list of comics they could have asked. Yeah, I was up for that role. You were? Yeah. Oh, well, I turned down I Feel Pretty, so it worked out. <laughs> Twice. To play, I was like, Amy, I am not- To play Amy's character. Yes. <laughs> so I am been not me you. doing this. <laughs> well, I think we can get Rory. And I'm like, maybe, are you trying to convince me to keep not doing it? It's I feel pretty, but it's me and you in this loving relationship. We were like, who are these well, guys? Now a pal is, is going to make that poster. Who's the ticket seller of this movie? What audience are you going yeah, for? Who knows not, them? You're not even going after the gay audience. <laughs> yeah, who knows these guys? And they're just friends? What is this? Right. Where's the pretty part? Um, uh, but yeah, this, I mean, that's the class could have asked anybody to do yeah, that. Yeah. And then they pushed me so hard. They were like, I wanted to do stand-up, but they were like, I mean, they so I- what of what no one i said this before i've said it when they had their last i think album or special come out no one helps you in this industry now yeah. that isn't entirely true but for the most part people got to do their own shit here's what i but think the that scars means. were like we're gonna help this guy i think there's very few people and they got they've been paid back handsomely yeah there's very <laughs> few, well you literally you've sent them briefcases of money every Shut week up what i didn't know that was a secret um they uh i think when people say like you don't have friends in this industry I think it usually means the people on the other side of the table. Right. And you know people right. who are friends with people on the other side of the table, and they are, even they aren't necessarily working all mm-hmm. the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do find, and I can't speak to the acting community because my experience in it is, is limited, um, but in the stand-up comedy community... I would argue that there is so much more support and help yeah, that's true. amongst comedians that your your average person who, and who it's kind of built into the system through the hosting the and system. feature act of like you want a person out of yeah. you and then that person is eventually, if you're right, gonna get so good they yeah. can't do that for you yeah. anymore. So now they become your peer and you maybe co headline or just hang and out. And you at help festivals. someone else right. out. Yeah. Right. And I, I think that a lot of people maybe aren't aware of that I think a lot of people do truly think it's true. Comics are in this competition of being the funniest. And when you start out, you think that's a real title until you realize, oh, that's a ridiculous idea that someone could actually be (laughs) the funniest. And then you just hope that people are nice to you and you see that people are nice to you and you see that people go, hey, you should do so-and-so show because you're good and that would make the show better. And then someone goes, you should go on the road. I know a club and I'll take you out. And like, it's, it's, for the most part, comics are very helpful to other comics. When you run into a comic that is not helpful and lives a life of solitude, there's a chance they just live a life of solitude. There's a chance they're socially sure, awkward. Sure, there's a chance sure, that sure. they just don't see things that way. Not that they'd be against it. They're right. just not like that. Right. But there are some comics out there that, as adults, as successful comedians, you can tell still think this is a competition mm-hmm. And that they can get priced out. (laughs) They can get beat out of their spot and some new person can come along. Um, It's it's wildly depressing, um, that vision of what we do. But, yeah, I think in the world of stand-up comedy, people are so supportive and helpful. And when you find your crew of people, it makes going and doing shows more fun than just your spot. Like if you go on stage and you crush, that does feel amazing. But if you then also hang out and see with your friends crush. before you go up yeah. and you hang out with those friends after you've gone up right. and they're also getting to go up and feel the same thing you felt, those are the only That's people that you can share that moment with yep. because you're up there by yourself. And if you share it at the end in a way that's so like just you, you are a lunatic. You can't go, do you guys remember when I said whatever? But other comics understand the need to talk about things that worked on stage or how great a crowd was or how funny something was. Not just in your act, but their act as well. When you give another comic a great tag. 
oh my god and then when it's your friend and they like are like oh my god yes and then they do it and it kills yes and everybody's happy yes you gave it to them and then they did it and yes. everybody won it's the best but let me ask you so from your life I mean, obviously I think you've talked about it your aunt yeah that's yeah. family I've had a lot of family but yeah, have yeah. You, did you did you have anybody I didn't somebody at the DC improv or and that's kind of more comedy too but even younger yeah. in your life of like somebody that just kind of was like I got you or have you had any of that? You Some know, double my, dribble times. You know, my uh, my soccer coach Bruce Talbot. Growing up, yeah. uh, he became my soccer coach. I think when I was fourteen, thirteen or fourteen, and uh, was my soccer coach all the way until I went to off to college. Um, but was was influential not just his knowledge of how to play the game, right. which shaped my entire. I know how to play every position, and I'm very confident about like my ability yeah. and how a game should go and what sure. a team should be and how the game functions because of his knowledge that right. he shared. Um, so aggressive. <laughs> this guy would yell at you across the field on a quiet Sunday afternoon with people just casually watching a club soccer match rip you to shreds. And it was, you look back on it and it's very funny to have that level of passion. Yeah. But, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't from hurtful. a false place. Right. Oh, sometimes it was hurtful. Oh, okay. And you you were embarrassed, <laughs> but you understood what it he was, was talking warranted. about. You would, you understood. Yeah. A lot of times it was absolutely warranted, and he would rip you apart in front of your teammates. He would also praise you. He would he would teach you the game. He had an expectation of what you should be like. Yeah. But more so than. Uh, more so than that, that type of, of coaching, uh-huh. which I, I, a million people could go, that's, that's wrong. And that people do say that. And there are people it would be wrong for. And the, and but there, then there are yes. other people. Yes, that but it it's, also, it's also perspective, too. There were, there were kids that you were like, all right, Bruce, you got to, <laughs> some of these kids, you got to pull it back. But he, he, that just isn't who he is. Yeah. yeah. And, and that you, could, you could argue you. that it's good or bad. It, sure. It's all perspective, anyways. Sure. It's all subjective. But for me, it wasn't just about that, excuse me, that kind of knowledge. That he passed on of how to play soccer and what it is and and how much you should love it. But he also passed on, you know, dealing with adversity and making it a point that the adversity you face in a game when you are tired and you're down a goal, it's not just something you're going to run into here. This isn't it's not just this game, right? This game and how this game works and what it is, is a reflection of real life. So and these, everybody pick up a piece of glass. Yeah. And shove it into your arm. <laughs> but he but that's uh but I've always looked at that. And it isn't there are there are other soccer coaches that my my soccer coach uh in high school at in Greenville, uh JF Lucas, he was a military dude. This was like a former Marine, and uh he would push us also in fitness. But a a a, a common thing amongst these two coaches and yeah. plenty of other coaches I've had. Sure. I could go on about a lot of people, but I'll sure. keep it specific because we're about to run out of time anyways. But I, uh, so a common thread was understanding that adversity is a natural part of life mm-hmm. and learning how to deal with it and how to handle it is what life is. Yep. That it's, you can't run away from it. And you can't lie about it. And you can't be dishonest. But who you are in the face of adversity, how you respond to adversity, is your truest reflection of who you are. Mm -hmm. When things are very adverse, how you handle that, how you respond to it, is who you are. And that was something that, that's that's my whole life. When we would run, run fitness at the end of practice, I couldn't have hated something more then running, you've just practiced for, let's say, 90 minutes. Yeah. And then it's line up, line up, everybody, because now we're going to run until you are exhausted. There will be a timer that I am keeping, and each time the whole team doesn't cross under that time, I know you all will run another one. It won't count. That's what we had with gassers. Exactly. And you get up there, and you realize the point of, the point of saying, when you all don't cross the finish line in time, you will run another one, is not to say you better run as fast as you can and get yourself across the finish line. But it's a dual meaning of if you are going to get across that finish line Mm -hmm. and you think someone isn't, Mm -hmm. 
then maybe you need to speak up and get that person across the finish line. And if you are a person who doesn't think you can make it across the finish line, you need to dig deep and not be the person that didn't get across the, team. the finish line. And that is the middle. That's the middle right, right there. Right. That person stepping back to help and that person going, I got to step it up. That's the middle. And that is basically saying, yeah, we're running fitness right now and it's very difficult. But the point is, in a game, you can't just yell at this this person who's not having a great game. And this person who's not having a great game can't just go, well, I'm not having a great game. You have to pick them up and they have to pick themselves up at the exact same time. And I, I love that kind of shit. Me but you, you carry that the rest of your life to realize that's not just sports. That's something I learned in mm-hmm. team sports. Mm-hmm. It's why I think team sports can be very valuable because those lessons are there if you have the right coach to teach you those things mm-hmm. and teachers as well. Mm-hmm. But that, that, that's one thing I've, I've always loved about what I took away from team sports. It was not just fitness and health and, you know, but learning how to actually be a team, yeah. whether successful or unsuccessful is a big part of, of life. And I, I learned that from those coaches. Those That's two awesome. sp- particularly. But, yeah, I, I keep in touch with Bruce every now and then. Really? And he is the same dude. He's great. I saw Mr. Merrima at country school really briefly. I thought about saying something to him, but I just if, I didn't know if it would just seem so weird. Yeah. Because from a distance he was shooting hoops and you heard him go, You are fucking double dribbling, mm-hmm. Jacob! Yeah. <laughs> and you go, like, oh. No. Oh, he's actually a part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that. Good letter. letter. Alex, this is good. Uh, there's going to be a time, uh, just so you guys know, if you're a part of the Patreon, there's a, you're probably going to end up hearing this first down the road, but mm-hmm. make no mistake, Daniel and I are now uh, at the beginning phases of putting together a live tour, and these type of gift cards for I'm a place like used. Cracker Barrel will easily be used uh, when, we, when we get out there and hit the road. So, Alex... Thank you very much from your most sincere pen pals, Daniel Van Scovel and Rory Van Kirk. Wasn't so long ago. A podcast network. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.